speaking of failed candidacies, which we weren't, um, uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, uh, she, she, why are some of these people still running for president? I, Jack, I you might not win. The key is to get out before you become a laughing stock. Yeah, too late. Yeah, so Kamala Harris is, <laughs> she's trying to rally her supporters and understand that she's, her build up here is so confusing. <laughs> Incoherent. She was trying to get a resounding yes out of her crowd, but that's not what she got. In this election, in this election, in the last kind of couple, I mean, maybe a couple months, certainly a few weeks, there's this whole conversation that's been coming up about electability. Focused on our campaign. Is, is America ready for that? No. That, well, the yes, they are. <laughs> We c- don't understand what the hell you're trying to say. You sound drunk. Is America ready for a black woman president? No. That's what she was driving at? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. couldn't tell. No, yeah. it, was, it was pivoting away from, they're saying I'm unelectable, but how about my campaign? What about my policies? Are those a, that she was trying to pivot away from the personal oh, yeah, to no. her policies? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I didn't even understand. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Your setup sucked. <laughs> Anyway. Wow. <laughs> no. Jack, what is pedophistry? AOC's haircut coming up. What is that? What? Pedophistry. Uh, study P-E-D-O. What? Study of the feet. Lumps on your head. No, that's uh, <laughs> something else. Um, Here's a hint for you. The Nobel Prize in Literature, you got your science, your medicine, your physics, the rest of it, they're, uh, they're announced. Nobel Peace Prize which is stupid, is coming up. Uh, when is that? Tomorrow? Today? Probably tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and there's a rumor. There's a hot, hot rumor who might be winning it. You have stolen my dreams. That little girl that doesn't go to school? Right. She ought to go to school. She shouldn't be here. I should be back in school. I know. I agree. I hope we have first time you and I have agreed. I hope we haven't stolen her childhood. That's what I'm really worried about. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Well, if she gets a, you get a million dollars for the Nobel Prize. Mm. The the Pulitzer Prize is a hundred grand, right? Nobel Prize is a Nobel Peace Prize, right? So she can buy new dreams and a new childhood, right? Mm. Pedophistry. That's the stupidest prize, by the way. Like, Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. Maybe oh, it's because maybe it's because we understand it. I mean, the physics one might have been a complete physicist might have been saying on Monday, What? <laughs> what? He boiled water in a pan. You're giving him a million dollars? That idiot. <laughs> nobody understands it. We understand the peace prize, and when they give it to various people, we think, What? Yes, yes. Pedophistry is argument involving children to prop up a rationalization. And this is, it's oh, funny, this is, interesting. this is written by a guy who's obviously uh, Mark Glennon, he's editorializing a little bit, but argument involving children to prop up a rationalization and to make your opponent look like an a-hole as people are defenseless and suspend all skepticism in front of suffering children. No one has the heart to question the authenticity or source of the reporting, often done with the aid of pictures. And he's <laughs> writing about... He's writing about this uh, bill to get the Green New Deal going in the state of Illinois. And the people who are involved in this, who will be profiting mightily, see Solyndra and Barack Obama and all the shovel-ready green job people who made tons of money based on, you know, just fantasies. 
But uh, Illinois Clean Jobs is the name of the the organization. That's some good PR. I mean, they're liars, but they're good at it. Thousands of young people led a hashtag climate strike in Illinois, calling on the governor to protect our planet by supporting the Clean Energy Jobs Act. We can be a leader in the movement, but not without bold leadership, blah, blah. And there's the plucky little children. That's pedophistry. Mm. It's um, arguments through the use of children. It's odd to me, and I don't quite get it, why uh, I have spent most of my adult life, not all of it, because I've lived in all sorts of different places, but the majority of my adult life has been spent in two states that are roughly the shape of a sweet potato, uh, Illinois and California, and both of them are utterly corrupt, heading fast toward bankruptcy and run by far-left lunatics. Do I carry that with me? Is it is it my fault? I don't know. People are upset about AOC's haircut, Joe. Uh, okay. I haven't seen it. She's a cutie. I'll give her that. No doubt. AOC's $250 hair salon trip stirs controversy. Bit of a half-wit, but a cutie. Representative Exaland, AOC, <laughs> who's waged war against the wealthy with a 70% uh, tax rate proposal, shelled out more than $250 on a recent trip to a hair salon, according to a new report. Mm. I'm reading from the New York Post, where it's his right wing, so they don't like her, so they're editorializing here in their uh, their wording. The socialist darling dropped big bucks. $80 on the haircut and 180 for lowlights. What are lowlights? I don't have hair, so I don't know what any of this is. It's uh, the little the, the bits of dye. Normally people say highlights. They get a little blonde in there, but she went a little darker, apparently. Lowlights. The outlet noted that the 20% tip brought the total to $312. Um... Representative for the uh, for Americans for Limited Government, Richard Manning, said it was, I'd probably like that group, said it was a bad look for the freshman congresswoman. There's nothing wrong with spending money to make yourself look better, especially as a personality who depends on visual mediums for her make for to make her power. But it's a bad look to spend hundreds of dollars to get your hair done uh, to make a video decrying income inequality. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to be mean. You get to get your hair cut. Yeah, socialism for thee, not for me. I don't know what haircuts cost for ladies, so I don't know. I'm the wrong person. Well, she got the low lights. Hmm. It's high cost of living where she is in D.C. Hmm. She got them realtor eyes. Well, she's probably got a little makeup to to hide her realtor eyes, because she got them. She got them. Since I've been growing out my hair, I've been shocked at how much my haircut costs have gone up. Well, you have an amazing mane. I mean, you're really... How long are you going to let it get? Are you going to have it cleared out of your waist? No, i got to get it cut at some point. I think it's past the point where now it's... it's, It It is shockingly long. It's long to the point where now, if I don't have... I've been using my sunglasses for this a lot, but if I'm eating something, like a sandwich, sometimes my hair gets in the way. Oh, hair in the mouth. Yeah, that's not a a winning scenario, so i I got to really get this under control. No, no, you are a very, very pretty man, though. You're like, I'm very jealous of hair. Would you like like me to step out of the room? (laughs) Well, I always wanted the rock star hair, but as it turns out, my hair lays as flat as if it were wet. Ah. And when I grow it, it just I instead of looking like, uh, you know, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, I look like uh, David Spade and Joe Dirt. I mean, I just it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, and that's not what you were looking for. Jack, an evasive fish species has been spotted in Georgia. Kill it on sight. 
Wildlife officials, how often do you hear this say, if you see this thing, kill it any way you can? Dynamite? Well, that's one of the ways you can, yes. It's probably not necessary, but (laughs) Jack, it's the northern snakehead. What is it with long hairs? They always want to dynamite things. I know, speaking of Joe Dirt. Long hairs. This, there's a picture of it. The snakehead, Jack. Look at that fish. It'll, it'll haunt your dreams. The northern snakehead is native to the Yangtze River Basin in China. Mm-hmm. Communist China. They found it in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Um, it's, it's now in 14 U.S. states. It kills the hell out of native fish. It can live in the water and on land. All right. Reet, reet, reet. <laughs> and it's it's also just scary as hell. We'll have a, uh, can we have a link at armstrongyeti.com so people can see pictures of this fish? A national nightmare is upon us. Um, they encourage anyone, anybody who comes across the fish to kill it immediately and freeze it. And then and fry it? Take picture, no, then take pictures of it and, and let us know about it. And bread it? Uh, well, yeah. They don't actually say if it's delicious. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Exactly. Which is uh, my question. Uh, I tell you what, you got that, and you got the, uh, what's the big giant rodents that are gnawing away at all the... the Nutria? Uh, the Nutria, yeah. It sounds like you know something you'd have in your, your uh, protein bar so you don't have to use sugar. Made with Nutria. <laughs> You don't want a protein bar made with Nutria. These are these giant rat-looking things that are gnawing away at all the levees in uh, Cal Unicornia. So, man, we got all these bizarro, super-sized nightmare beasts from abroad invading our country. What's Trump doing about that? I'd fight a Nutria right now. I did. At one point, I had somebody offer to take me Nutria hunting. I I delight <laughs> in killing the hell out of those things. I don't know. I got anger problems, granted, but... um. Uh, you've got gigantic rats. I mean, these things are the size of beagles, and they're they're chewing away at uh, at levees that could save the lives of thousands of people if there's a flood. So, yeah, I would definitely be up for uh, for putting a slug in a nutria. Uh, we just got a text from somebody about uh, we made some uh, politically incorrect comments about haircuts. Uh, this is a hairstylist who said you don't know what the law is on how you talk about this. Well. Bring you up to speed on that. What? Yeah, it's 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 the nutty. law about yep. us talking about yes, haircuts. Exactly. What? A uh, Biden. Shut is, up. Biden is blasting the New York Times for their coverage of his uh, possible corruption in the Sun and all that sort of stuff, uh, which is kind of interesting. Among other things, on hey, the way. Hey, 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 hey! If I offered you a fifty dollar bet, not a devastating amount of money, but significant, I'll bet you fifty bucks. Neither Trump nor Biden are the candidate November 2020. Really? 50 bucks, neither one of them are the candidate. Yeah. Would wow. you Would you take that? I, I don't think I cannot take that. Not not take that. I'm confused. How many are you taking the better not, coward? <laughs> yeah, I, Listen I don't have any idea. Here, trying to push me into gambling. <laughs> Damn, hippie. Shut up, hippie. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. An Oklahoma woman is recovering after she was accidentally shot in the leg when her dog stepped on a loaded handgun. 
Ugh, she lived, said the cat who loaded it. Um, <laughs> Joe has offered a bet about who's going to be the nominee for president or nominees for president. That in just a second. We got this text. We were just talking about haircuts. Uh, and long- I would prefer discussion of more serious topics, more weighty topics. This person is in California. New hairstyle law in the state of California that passed as of 2020. We cannot, as hairstylists, call cuts men's haircuts or women's haircuts. We cannot use those phrases. Finally, That's the law. Finally, gender justice in hair care. How's your utopia coming along, California? You straightened that out, but you got no power. <laughs> They're laughing at you in Haiti. That's a pretty good point there. So you got the whole law passed on you're not allowed to say women's haircut, and, and all the good that that has done as people sit in the dark because they have no electricity in the year 2019. Right. For days at a time. We have when fairness it's, when and equity. We have no electricity. When it's windy outside. Beautiful. How's that utopia we, coming along? We cannot, by law, call haircuts men's haircuts or women's haircuts due to discrimination. We have to say shortcut, medium cut, long cut, and charge. Uh, uh, it's made it more difficult to charge time and, uh, and difficulty. Because it used to be, people used to complain about this all the time. Women used to complain about, for whatever reason, the women's haircut costs so much more than the men's haircut. Yeah. Because they do more stuff to you. Because they do more stuff to you. But you you can't use those terms anymore. Because if I get a bad haircut, I think, yeah, give it two weeks. You get a bad haircut, you get all mad. That's why. (laughs) Higher risk. And I'm not saying you're wrong to. Try to to scratch my eyes out. Yeah. I, I got a barber now. I really like going there. They do a pretty. They they do a really good job. It's really reasonably priced. Only problem is, it's a very very manly barber shop. I mean, like beyond manly, like diesel powered clippers. Everybody looks at you like, who are you? What do you want? Until they get to know you a little bit. <laughs> That's what I like in a in a barber shop. And and you can sit there staring straight ahead. Nobody will utter a freaking syllable. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if I had perfect. hair, that's where I would go. Yes. Uh, back to the hairstylist. Um, I love how they give us solutions to problems that did not exist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're virtue signaling. It has nothing to do with the real world. And uh, have you taken your 27 weeks of classes to braid hair so you don't actually, I don't know, fashion a noose and hang somebody? Can li- Accidentally? Are there liberals that actually like the idea of outlawing words? <laughs> just, yes. It seems surprising to me. Oh, That's yeah. not a very liberal thing. Go on a college campus. It's not free speech if it's hate speech. So who gets to define hate speech? I do. Uh, and what is hate speech? Everything I agree with, disagree with. Okay, good. Get to work. This story is related to Joe's potential bet. Uh, Joe Biden's campaign has blasted the New York Times for coverage of corruption claims against his son, Hunter. The New York Times ran an op-ed piece by this guy, Schweitzer, who writes a bunch of books. And he, he's one of those guys that writes those political books that... Some of the stuff turns out not to be true, and some of the stuff is kind of true, and some of the stuff is true. There's a lot of those political books that fly around, but he's one of them. And he's one on the right as opposed to the ones on the left. Although he's he's definitely taken down uh, conservatives, too. He's he's fairly even-handed. But anyway, he wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times in, uh, talking about how we need to have uh, stricter laws on um, uh, relatives of politicians and blah, blah, blah. Right. Reasonable conversation, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, the... 
the Biden campaign blasted the New York Times for running this sort of a story and how it's not news and all that sort of stuff. I'm just pointing that this out because when Trump says this sort of thing, it's an attack on free speech in a constitutional crisis. When uh, Joe Biden does it, it's just, I guess, okay. Because um, I haven't heard any complaining about that. Joe is betting $50 that what? Well, I I asked you. I was trying to get you to to tell me where you are on this. Neither candidate. Oh, I'm sorry. Neither George uh, George Bush. Jeez, hello. You're as hard to follow as Kamala Harris. No, Who's, who believes with my bet? <laughs> yes, in, in me at <laughs> to be what? <laughs> Here is your proposition. Neither Donald J. Trump nor Joe Biden will be their party's candidate on November uh, of 2020. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not rooting for it. I'm just asking you, how likely is that? Would you risk $50 that no, 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 that neither one or one or both of them will be on the ballot? One of them will be. I think that's a, a, a unlikely that neither I don't one of them think will. Biden will be. And I'm beginning to doubt um, Trump. Wow. Just because of that Fox poll. I'm, uh, but like I say, I'm just beginning to doubt it. It's just it's getting a little wobbly. Hmm. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, tracking America's attitudes on impeaching the president. We've got Turkey threatening Europe with a flood of Syrian immigrants in this year's most popular Halloween costume. Oh, I need to know that as my kids are still trying to make up their minds. <laughs> We just got a text about something, and it was signed off um, KC from Powerless Marin. That's a county in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area, for people who don't know that, where they don't have power also. No electricity. Most technologically advanced area of the world. Don't have electricity. But um, Garden shed will cost you $1.6 million in that part of the world. Reminds me, a, uh, <laughs> I was texting with a buddy last night. And he's on vacation, and he lives in that area of the world where they don't have electricity right now. Haiti? No, uh, no, no. So, so urban California. Huh. Uh, in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. And he's in Mexico on vacation. Yes. So he's in a third world country and has electricity. Luckily, he's on vacation in a third world country. Yes. Because if he was home, he would not have electricity. And he's got two little kids. Beautiful. One and a half year old and three and a half year old. But it would be terrible to not have electricity. But luckily, he's in Mexico where they do find a way to keep the power on. Huh. Isn't that something? That's good. And by the way, you mentioned Boy, a Halloween. Halo- Mentioned Halloween costume ideas. Somebody said they're, yeah. they're going to dress as a slutty Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. What? what does that mean? I don't know. They're well, you know, uh, disturbed. Uh, everything's uh, slutty. Uh, slutty uh, nurse, uh, slutty cop. Wow. So you got to go with the black uh, jumpsuit thingy with a uh, cardigan over it. What she wears every single day. Oh, boy. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, we got a new Fox News poll that claims a majority of Americans support President Trump being impeached and removed from office. 51%. The poll said 42% are opposed. That poll largely divided on party lines. Most Democrats in favor of impeachment, most Republicans against it. Now, in July, though, 42% favored impeachment or removal. While, and uh, removal. Yes. Not just impeachment, impeachment yes. and removal. 51% of Americans want the president removed right now. Correct. The president has just responded to this poll. I'm sure this will be helpful. From the, de- <laughs> from the day I announced I was running for president, I have never had a good at Fox News poll. Whoever their pollster is, they suck. 
<laughs> but at Fox News is much better than it used to be in the good old days with people like Andrew Napolitano who wanted to be a Supreme, and then it goes on to another page, Court Justice, I assume it says. But whoever their pollster is, they suck. So he worked in a shot at Andrew Napolitano? Yeah, he's criticizing them for a lot of the people right. they have on that take shots at yeah, him, and he right, goes right. after Donna Brazil and right. Shep Smith. And right, yeah, okay. And Whoever their a, pollster is, they suck. <laughs> ends it with a, oh, well, I'm president. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Me, boy. But that, that's, that is something. Yep. Half the country wants him removed from office. Yep. Um. Also in that poll, Adam Schiff's approval rating is 27%. So half the people who want the president removed from office through impeachment don't like Adam Schiff. Right. So if I'm Nancy Pelosi, i got to put a different face on the dang thing and try to get that number up a little higher. If I'm Nancy Pelosi and I'm not. This is not making us look great as a country. (laughs) Normally I'm not that worried about what the rest of the world thinks. We're a superpower. Shut up. Um, (laughs) But... This is not a great look. Ay, ay, ay. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has been, well, remarkably quiet about the subject of impeachment until yesterday when he came out forcefully for the first time during a speech in New Hampshire and said, To preserve our Constitution, our democracy, our basic integrity, he should be impeached. Now, Trump, yeah, you know... That is preaching to the choir, the whole to preserve our democracy. Is there anybody out there buying that, really? I mean, even if you hate Trump, afraid that the democracies uh, in, in our cut to preserve our constitution. Really? You having a good time, Joe? I thought it was interesting that Adam Dershowitz raises his head for the first time since uh, the Epstein sex scandal right. occurred. But Alan Dershowitz wrote an article, uh, an op ed piece in the Wall Street Journal today Hamilton wouldn't impeach Trump about what is an impeachable offense and what is not, and he says this is not. None of this stuff is. According to him, and he's a constitutional professor of law at Harvard. And no big fan of Trump, either. And definitely, no, he was a Clinton supporter. Turkey's military offense against uh, Kurdish fighters in northern Syria is continuing. They're moving in, of course, after the U.S. forces pulled back from the area following President Trump's abrupt order late Sunday to do so. That cleared the way for the attack on the Kurdish forces that have been allied with the U.S. in the fight in the region against ISIS. Thousands of Kurds are now on the run. Turkey's President Erdogan is warning Europe not to call the Syrian operation an invasion and threatens to send Syrian refugees into flood Europe. Oh, boy. Wow, that's a heck of a threat. Meanwhile, you got the Kurdish forces. Do the Europeans realize that diversity is our greatest strength? Maybe they don't. Meanwhile, you got the Kurdish forces (laughs) in Syria that have been holding thousands of captured ISIS fighters in detention facilities and have uh, warned the Turkish offensive might allow them to escape the the ISIS fighters. The uh, Kurdish forces are apparently just saying, okay, we're just not going to guard these uh, these people anymore. We're just going to move on. Get if, out of here. If thousands of captured ISIS fighters escape through this, that is going to be bad politically for the president. Well, and the Kurds get slaughtered. Yeah, that's that. That'd be a rough outcome. Meanwhile, PG&E is continuing to cut off power to thousands of customers across California. The utility is reporting its public safety power shutoff will eventually impact nearly 800,000 customers across 34 counties. Several cities have declared states of emergency because... 
there have been problems. There's been a PG&E repair truck that's been shot at. A number, of course, uh, accidents because the uh, the actual stoplights are not working anymore. Right. So in Haiti. No, this is in California. <laughs> um, hey, real quickly, it has been uh, stated definitively until the next email comes in that a customer is a meter. Yes. It's because yes, they correct. don't know how many kids correct. you have or if your Uncle Jim is staying over. Okay, right. So, okay, so, so if it's 800,000 meters, it's millions of people. Yeah, I got one meter. Million. I got four people in right. my house. So, it, so Way to do your part. So it's millions goats, of people. What about the goats? Millions of people. And goats. Which don't have any water, because if you live in the country and you're on a well, when your electricity goes out, you ain't got no water. Hey. So you got to figure out how to get water. So it's a, it's a, a bigger problem, even. All right, the new survey is in, and it looks like we know who, what the most popular uh, costumes for Halloween are going to be this year. Uh, we'll go in for the uh, fourth place. That Before is, we go there, the yes. slutty Elizabeth Warren costume you showed us, Hanson, that's a slutty Indian. She's not one. <laughs> Didn't you follow that story? I tell you what, you're not worried about political correctness if you're wearing that costume. It's like a squaw wow. that spends most of her day on the back on her back in the teepee. That's quite a costume. Yeeps. One of the top costumes now is based on the Netflix series Stranger Things. Apparently, there are a number of Google searches for the Demi Gorgon. Other popular costumes, you've got your Spider-Man in third place. In the second place, the always popular witch costume. And in first place this time Alex around. Alex Baldwin. No. Nope, the Pennywise character from It, the most searched costume on Google, the scary oh, the clown. I'm giving yep. extra candy to any kid I see dressed as Spider-Man this Halloween. Yeah, that, that's, that's my rule. That's favoritism, man. Absolutely. No, that's unfair. <laughs> We're thinking of doing a theme this year. We've never done that before. We, have, we, we know people who do a theme for the whole family. Like a couple years ago, they were all burglars. Or they're all something. Fun. And uh, I forget what the theme was, though. What were we going to be? Have them was... all be Gavin Newsom. Oh, oh, we were if, gonna... there's, if the candy's bad, say, uh, global warming. If there's traffic, blame it on global warming. <laughs> Boy, it's windy tonight. Global warming. Now Climate this... change. Climate change. Of course, this is assuming there'll be electricity, and there's no reason to assume that on Halloween. But if there is, uh, my wife liked the idea of uh, a Wizard of Oz. So she'll be Dorothy, and then we'll all be a character. We'll have to pick who we're going to be. Nice. Um... Very nice. I don't know if I get a choice. What, they're just going to assign it to you? I'll, be one, I'll be one of the flying monkeys. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, one one kid wants to be the lion. One kid right. wants to be the tin man. So right. what's that leave? Scarecrow? How about you? Just, the the brainless s- scarecrow. Easy. I think, easy. I think easy. they forced you into that. Stuff yeah. a little hay in, uh, in my jacket. And <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think they kind of maneuvered you into that. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could be one of those, oh, 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 Awesome. Walk around on your knees. What? Fantastic. Yeah. No, not a not not a munchkin. Oh, I thought that no, was the OEO, the big guards. Oh, yeah, the, the oh, druid-like oh, guard oh, dudes. I know you were forty when the movie was made, so you can't remember. <laughs> there you what? go. What was that? That's your news. Just I'm Marshall Phillips. It was funny. Armstrong and Thank you, Michael. Of the no need for that. <laughs> Demoralized him. Sitting over there like Clayton Kershaw, just giving up back-to-back homers now. Exactly. <laughs> His will to live has fled the ballpark. Clayton Kershaw is dead. It's the first uh, case in Major League history of a guy dying of shame on the field. Gave away back-to-back home runs, two pitches. And the Dodgers are out. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame, Clayton Kershaw. Wow. 
Well, but that's not a good feeling. Oh, he no. slumped to the ground like he'd had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've had that feeling. Not on that stage. It's a very bad feeling. I can't even imagine. You got your superstar pitcher. He's a starter. He doesn't relieve, but the stakes are so high. It's do or die. It's an elimination game. We'll bring the owner out if we need to. Anything to win. They bring him out. Back-to-back homers. It's over. And the seven (laughs) times in a row division champion Dodgers will taste the champagne. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the champagne of victory, but the bitter flat beer of defeat. (laughs) Again. A bitter, flat beer. Of Suck it feet. down, Dodgers. Suck it down. <laughs> he said he doesn't think he'll ever get over this. Oh, no, it'll haunt him. Uh, on his deathbed, he'll be thinking about, I knew I should have thrown the change up. I knew it. The catcher insisted on the fastball. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> if that's true, he's horrible at being a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, you got to find a way through it, man. <laughs> no, he has pride. He's a winner. Not like you people. You're just about money. I'd get in my yacht. Clayton Kershaw's about pride. I'd drive my Lamborghini to my yacht. Just buy another couple houses. I'll feel great. <laughs> and I'd think I'd be okay. I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'd be all right. <laughs> you don't understand what it's like. I'd get through the day. The poor lad. Uh, do you want to hear a little of the reasoning on why it's not an impeachable offense or why we shouldn't impeach? Sure. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. From That's a... the question in front of our countrymen. No doubt. And 51% of the country wants Trump removed as of today. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. still without power in the biggest state in the nation because of politics. But that's not the way the news reports it. No, they have no idea what they're talking about. It's not the way people understand it. L.A. Times with a great piece just blasting the state of California. Uh, We're going to talk about other things now, but let me just hit you with the uh, the subhead, the headline, and then the thing below we call a subhead. California's huge, humiliating power outages expose the vulnerabilities of PG&E's power grid. California's huge, humiliating power outages caused by bad governance, period, how many, not freaking climate change. How many people know that, though? Almost none. The news is doing a terrible job of covering that. Yeah, terrible They just job don't know. That. They don't know nothing about nothing. Hamilton wouldn't impeach Trump from Alan Dershowitz, Harvard Law Professor. This is what he's done for a living, and he's one of the most respected voices on this sort of stuff in our country. Old Alex Hamilton. And again, Alan Dershowitz, not a Trump voter. That reminds me, I've got this new great idea. It's America's first hip-hop musical based entirely on the life of Alexander Hamilton. I think That's this an is idiotic be, no, idea. No, I think this is going to be big. No, no nobody no, would watch nobody that. Nobody would have All any right, haters. Stupid. What is an impeachable offense? Representative Maxine Waters, chairman of the House Financial Services Committee, says the definition is purely political. Whatever Congress says it is, there is no law. That's what I've been saying. She's wrong, says Alan Dershowitz. At the Constitutional Convention in 1787, the framers debated impeachment of a president. Some argued for the power of Congress to remove the president for maladministration. Being crappy at their job. Or other open-ended terms that appeared in several state constitutions. 
Others, including James Madison, opposed such vague criteria, fearful that it would turn the republic into a British-style parliamentary system in which Congress could remove a president over political differences, effectively effectively a vote of no confidence. That is clearly what would happen Mm -hmm. if you had that system. Yeah. That, Madison argued, would be the equivalent to tenure during pleasure of the Senate. Yeah, if the Senate likes you, you get to say if they don't, you got to go, which is not the system we wanted. The framers wanted an independent president who could be removed only for genuine wrongdoing. So they agreed to the criteria that became part of the Constitution. Treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. In Federalist Number 65, Alexander Hamilton elaborated on the meaning of high crimes. Can you give us ten seconds on what the Federalist Papers were? I was a number of smart guys getting together and uh, and writing about uh, their version of how our government ought to be set up. Hamilton, Madison, and Jay? Yeah, explaining to the people what we mean by this stuff. And it was a series of articles that then got put together in a book. Yep. I think they were written anonymously at the time. Mm, I believe that's correct, yeah. Um, it was like, yeah, a group effort. In Federalist number 65, it's Alexander... It's like Grisham novels now. He doesn't write them. Yeah, people still guess to this day who wrote what. To sort of right, yeah. I remember the people still arguing. That sounds like Hamilton. That's Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever. In Federalist number 65, Alexander Hamilton elaborated on the meaning of high crimes. Those offenses which proceed from the misconduct of public men, or in other words, from the abuse or violation of some public trust, they are of a nature which may be, with peculiar propriety, be denominated political, as they relate chiefly to injuries done immediately to the society itself. Hamilton didn't say the process of impeachment is entirely political. He said the offense has to be political. He continued, the prosecution of such offenses will seldom fail to agitate the passions of the whole community and to divide it into parties, more or less friendly or inimical, some words I can't say, to the accused. In many cases, it will connect itself with the pre-existing factions and will enlist all their animosities, partialities, influence, and interest on one side or the other, and in such cases there will always be the greater danger that the decision will be regulated more by the comparative strength of the parties than by the real demonstrations of innocence or guilt. Hmm. Okay, Fair Which enough. is what we're trying to avoid. Right. Um, which is interesting, because all the talk is everywhere about impeachment is how many, how many Republicans or Democrats do you have in the House? How many do you have in the Senate? Mm-hmm. It's completely about which party has control. Yeah, although people switching sides is the big question. Yeah. If Hamilton's words sound prescient, it's because he foresaw how the process of impeachment and removal could easily be exploited for political advantage, as Democrats are attempting now and Republicans tried to do when they impeached President Clinton in 1998. Hamilton was concerned that the decision to impeach and remove the accused be based not on the comparative strength of parties, but rather on real demonstrations of innocence or guilt. These words imply a quasi-legal process rather than an exclusively political one. He goes on from there, continuing to make the argument. The enforcement mechanism, I think, is whether the American people perceive that this is fair, thorough, and yep, he's got to go, or if it's a railroad job. Yeah, I feel like... Because it's not formalized, really. Right. I feel like Dershowitz is hoping that this would be the case. Yeah, he's trying to pitch that idea. But politicians are so weaselly, they're just going to have their finger in the air. And if the polls show it's we got the wind at our back, we'll vote yes. And if we don't, we'll vote no for most yeah, of them. Win at all costs. And that's why yeah. it is a political thing as much as he'd like it to be a legal thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's hoping 
Yeah, I think he thinks the framers wanted it to be more legal than political. He wants it to be more legal and political, but it's political. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. But again, I think if the American people sense that, wait a minute, this is Russia probe 2.0. The more I hear, the more this reminds me of the Mueller thing. Then you'll see those poll numbers uh, change in a big hurry. And so, you know, he's, uh, this is all very eggheaded and academic, but he's making the point that, well, I think he made the point pretty clearly. It's got to look just. And I think the American people feel that. We'll see as it unfolds. You know, the White House is trying right now to pitch the argument. God, I'm just incoherent. My thoughts are tumbling out of me. The White House (laughs) is trying to pitch the argument. (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm all, I'm just, I'm so asunder. I just, I'm so excited. Flap your hands. I am, I am. (laughs) So they're trying to make the argument that, look, this is a joke. It's not real impeachment because in the real impeachment, every time we've done it, there are witnesses. Then you can uh, question them. You, you, the White House gets counsel. It's it's like a trial. Democrats are saying, no, this is just the indictment. You don't get to cross-examine witnesses before we write an indictment. And that argument is playing out. I'll, we'll see how that plays out. But it's got to look fair, I'm telling you, or the American people will not boot him out. 